And good morning, everyone. My name is Kim Boyd. I am the Director of Membership and Investor Relations at the Calhoun County Area Chamber and Visitor Center here in Calhoun County, Alabama. It is a beautiful day. And today we would like to welcome Ms. Monda Donaldson from the Better Business Bureau. Um, she is here to present uh, Spot the Con for us. And this should be some, um, some really good information that we need and that we can also pass along to other people that we know. So I will turn it over to you. Okay, Kim, thank you so much. And I'm so glad to be with y'all today. Um, I told Kim a couple of weeks ago that I did live in Anniston for uh, maybe two or three years when I was really young. Um, I worked at the Anniston Star. My children went to Camp Mac. So we're very familiar with that area and love it. And it's a beautiful, growing, vibrant area. So I'm so happy to be with y'all today. Um, today, I'm going to talk to you about Spot the Con. And as you can see, this presentation is put together by the BBB and FINRA. So most of you are probably not familiar with FINRA, but that is the Financial Industry Regulating Agency. And they oversee, um, they oversee brokers and broker deals. So we're gonna talk a lot about investment scams today, but touch on some other things because the cons are pretty much the same wherever you go. All right, next. Kim? There we go, sorry. Okay, there we go. <laughs> All right, y'all, we are. Aren't we, Kim and I were just talking about how we're all learning together. So thank you for your patience. Yes, we are. <laughs> and um, the past few months have been challenging, and particularly for me, and I'm probably some of y'all, and we have to learn a lot of new technology. So, yes, we do. We're okay. just going this way. <laughs> there we go. Okay, so a little bit about the Better Business Bureau. Um, we've been around for 100 years. So I'm with the Better Business Bureau serving Central in South Alabama. That is the one that serves from everything from Birmingham and Aniston area south, except for four area, uh, counties around the uh, Auburn Lee County area. Um, our mission is to promote trust in the marketplace. We've been in Alabama. The Birmingham office opened in 1955 and the Mobile office opened in 1954. Um, I'm in Mobile. Um, I work closely with chambers all around the state. Um, I work daily with my co colleagues in Birmingham. And really what the BBB is about is, is promoting businesses and, and nonprofits that su support good business practices. Um, you can't be a member of the Better Business Bureau if you've not been in business for six months. You can't be, a, you have to be we check out, make sure you're licensed. We make sure that you have all the credentials you have if you're some kind of a service industry like a, a plumber or a roofer or that kind of thing. Um, we have operators on duty five days a week. So if you need the Better Business Bureau, you want to check out a business, um, you have a question, you don't know who to turn to Was it when it comes to who do you call, how do you find the IRS or how do you, how do you complain to AT&T? We can help you with any of those kinds of things. And I'm going to give you some numbers at the very end, some contact information so that you can find us. And hopefully we can, we can be of assistance to you. Okay, so here we go. So the first thing we said, what does a con artist look like? Well, most people are going to think about a movie where they've seen a bad guy with a little pencil-thin mustache and slick back hair and a weird-looking suit. But that's really not the case of what a con artist looks like these days. They could be your neighbor, they could be your friend, and they could even be somebody from your Sunday school class, unfortunately. 
They can, they're all ages and they're everywhere. They're from all walks of life. Okay, next. Um, as I said, we're gonna talk about investment scams the most. And um, the probably, I just want you to be aware that how big an impact investment scams are to the economy. So it's a $50 billion impact to our marketplace each year. That's, that's nationwide, as I said, FINRA and the BBB work together to collect a lot of this data. So, and that we've been around nationally for a long time. And then once you, the, probably the biggest scheme I've ever heard of in our lifetime was the Murdy Madoff $20 billion Ponzi scheme. So the, these schemes are big, big bucks. Uh, they, people lost a lot of money and they really hurt our, our marketplace. Okay, next. So investment scams, look at that. It's talk almost any um, our BB scam tracker, and I'm going to talk a little bit about that more as we go along too, shows that investment scams were number two in 2017, and they were not, and they were in the top 10 again in 2018 and 2019. So those are people that were, you know, people, one in two people lost money, and as you can see, the median loss was 2550 and 108.5 million was lost nationally due to investment scams. Okay, next. So here's a lot of the other scams that you probably have heard of one way, shape or form. Tax scams, lottery scams, that would be like thinking you won uh, a publisher's clearinghouse, romance scams, grandparent scams. And then what we've seen so much since March is coronavirus scams, they are, they are rampant. There's a new one every week. People trying to steal stimulus checks, people promoting false um, products. There's a lot of that. And how do, how do, the, how do these scammers kind of contact you? Well, most of the stuff we've seen lately that you've seen, I'm sure, is text uh, messaging, emails, internet, Facebook, um, social media. But you're also, the, the traditional ways have been through, this, through seminars, or telephone calls, or even word of mouth. And I will say that if y'all have any questions, I believe there's a chat room where y'all can put some questions in. And in a little bit, I'm gonna just ask people to share if they would be willing to share um, a, an investment scam or another scam they've heard about and maybe share ex an experience. Because I really think the more people speak up and share experiences and give personal uh, a little personal testimony, that will open up the eyes of everybody on this on this uh, seminar today, because you just think, oh, it can't happen to you. Well, it can happen to you, and it can happen to your neighbor, and it can happen to your mother, and it can happen to your grandmother, because scams have happen everywhere to everyone. Okay, next. Okay, so I was just saying this about who's the victim, who are the victims. So the the victims are mostly. Um, this is interesting, particularly this is particularly when it comes to investment scams. They're financially literate, they're college educated, and the highest loss of money-wise is people over 55. And this is this is very interesting. It's mostly men. They're risk trackers trying to catch up and they think they're smart and they don't ask the questions that they need to ask. And as I said, a lot of the victims lately have been COVID scams who have been taken because they thought they were getting an extra stimulus check 
or something. I just had a lady last week who caught, who got a text from somebody she thought was her cousin telling her how she could get another stimulus check. And unfortunately she fell for it. When they started asking for her social security numbers, that's when she realized it was a, it was a problem. Okay, next. Okay, so younger victims, there are more young people number-wise who are, are, are getting scammed, but the older people are losing more money. And why does this happen? You know, they feel like I said, they need to catch up back on their investments. A lot of people are feeling isolated or lonely and somebody starts talking to them and stringing them along or keep calling them back or they, they start to build trust. And as what I said at the beginning is that DBB is all about trust in the marketplace. So these people are taking advantage of these, of these lonely people or these people who are trying to make up their money because there are a lot of people without jobs. And so, Hey, if they think they can get rich quick or make up some money, then they're going to do it. So, and then finally, they don't know about some of these scams or fraud tactics and they fall for them right away. Okay. Next. All right, there. So prevention, prevention is the key. Are we on nine? Is that, yeah, yeah. Prevention is the key. So we're going to tell you, I'm going to give you a couple of hints to tell your family and friends so that you know what to look for and they know what to look for as well. And that you can learn to walk away from these things. Okay, Kim? I'm, I'm ready. So we're gonna look for the signs today. And all right, so we'll go to the next one. So this is the easy, we're ready to go, yeah. So this is a easy way to do it. I call these the five flags of fraud. So there's gonna be five topics and there's five ways that most of these fraudsters are trying to get money from people. And when we get through this little part, um, then I'm gonna ask you just to share some stories, so be ready. Okay, so the first one, all right, next. Is called phantom riches. And that's dangling the prospect of wealth for something you want but you can't have. And, and right now is a good time for this, this scam to be rampant because somebody might say, you need to make up, don't you want to invest in this because you can get your money back by the end of the year. It's risk-free investing. It's guaranteed. Those are all like really bad words when it comes to it comes to investments. You know, you you if it if it sounds too good to be true, and I'm going to say that about three more times, then it probably is. So, phantom riches is the number is number one uh, way that people try and scam you. Okay, next. The next one is source credibility. So these people pretending, they pretend to be an authority and they say they've got all this experience and they, they, they have professional designations all over their wall and you don't even know what they mean, but it looks good. They're dressed, they've got their, their dress real professional. So you have to be very, very careful and not be fooled by the credibility of a nice office. And this is where um, FINRA comes in. You can check with FINRA. And you can also check with the Alabama Securities Commission because they have to license anybody who is dealing in any kind of investments. Okay, next. One. Okay, now social consensus. 
this works two different ways. Um, a lot of times you might see a movie star or an athlete. You might see an ad on Facebook. You might have a, get a call from somebody and say, well, we know that Jennifer Aniston or, or Drew Brees endorses this product or um, Julio Jones, somebody like that. They're endorsing this, 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 this product this investment, you know, if you, you know if Julio Jones is getting in on it, then you might, it must be really good. Well, that's just, that's not a good reason. And then this also, um, I spoke to a senior group down here in Mobile a couple of months ago, and the, it's, these people were telling me that um, somebody from their church scammed everybody in their Sunday school class and got everybody in there to invest in something that didn't exist. Nobody at the church turned the man in. They were all too embarrassed. And, you know, he left the Mobile area and moved to another county. And they said, well, as far as we know, he's probably still doing it. Well, because none of them, they were too embarrassed to step, you know, speak up. But just because somebody says something's good, you have to check everything out for yourself. So, and they asked a lot of questions. And when you start asking a lot of questions, I bet you won't hear from that person as much. Okay, the next one. Hi, Kim. It's reciprocity. So that's like um, doing a small favor for a return for something big. So like, I'll give you a break on my commission if you buy me. And sometimes like they might ask you to come to a free lunch or a dinner and then, and then they want to talk, they have a general topic they want to talk about it, talk about. But before you're leaving, you know, they want to get your personal information. They want to recontact you. They want you to sign up for something. They want you to do something quickly. So I'm not saying every lunch or free dinner seminar, you know, in educational settings are not good. Many, many are, but most are sales presentations. So be very careful. Go slow if anybody's trying to get you to sign up for something very quickly and tell you again, we're, we're just giving you such a great deal because I, I want you to be in, in all this deal. Okay, next. Okay, this is scarcity. <laughs> this probably looks like your stores up there, you know, where the Clorox wipes are supposed to be, because that's what it looks like down here in Mobile. Um, but we're talking about uh, creating a false sense of urgency, you know, by claiming a limited supply. You'll, you'll see this kind of scam when it comes to something like condo schemes or lake houses or things like that, where there's only two left, so I want you to get on this deal right now. Um, sometimes um, the Home Shopping Network, they're very legitimate, but there are infomercials and things like that. We see them all the time. I've seen one down here running quite a bit that run nationally. You know, this is, they promote something and that you just gotta have it. There's only a few left, or they say a product can, is, is will bring you thousands of dollars if you'll just use this special kind of water. Well, th those are just those are just bogus. So just walk away from things like that. Okay, and then the next one. Um, so those were the five. So what can you do? So does anybody want to share a story about a scam maybe that's going on up in the 
up in the Birmingham, I mean, in the uh, Anderson, Calhoun County area. Does anybody want to share anything? Or Kim, do you know of anything in particular going on up there? I, I can't hear you. But. Sorry, I muted myself. There was an ambulance going by. So. Okay. Do you, have y'all ever heard anything but, in particular? Um, let's allow our participants to talk and okay. see if any of them have a something that they would like so um we have a couple here that we've opened up we have um, mr brian mcveigh and miss brandy music um have either one of you um heard of a scam or um been maybe a potential victim of a scam where someone contacted you I haven't been a victim, uh, but we have a lot of people that are, uh, that come through the office, um, that all have um, claims of people that contact them. Uh, so that's one of our threshold questions of, are you calling your banking agency or this local business or are they contacting you? And if they contact you and then they want your personal information, which they claim to already have, uh, <laughs> You know, they want you to confirm that your social security number is this or your uh, banking account number is this. Then those should be triggers for you to say, I didn't contact you. And if you clearly had the information that you claim to have, I wouldn't have to confirm it with you. Um, but that seems to be uh, what we see constantly. Um, and we see everything, again, from the older members of our uh, population to the younger members of our population getting scammed on either get rich quick type schemes, like you can uh, buy denarii or some strange currency. And the we'll cryptocurrency is yeah, the big cryptocurrency, thing. Mm -hmm. um, and we'll flip it and you'll be a millionaire next month. Uh, to people who are on the other end, maybe have lost some of their retirement and want to recoup those losses. And so it seems to be avoiding the middle, uh, you know, 35 to 55 That's and right. hitting everybody above and everybody below from what we see. Um, so there's not a persistent scam. It's almost like as soon as you identify one scam, it goes away and a new one starts for us. So Brian, are you a banker? Uh, no, I'm the district attorney. Oh, your district attorney. Okay, well, we have worked. Y'all have a fraud unit up there. Um, well, uh, yes, but it's a sort. <laughs> it's sort of. Uh, um, we're a small county, so we uh, handle everything um, through our investigative unit here, um, and we have uh, worked with the Securities and Exchange Commission and different people at the state when we have large scale scams. Mm -hmm. Uh, most of the time these scams aren't from here and most of the time they're going to be either overseas or in another state. And so we've had some uh, work that we've done with our U.S. attorneys uh, to help us out. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you. That was that. I'm glad you, I, you thank you for speaking up and giving that insight to us because you have a completely, you know, you have it from. The victims are coming to you. You have the legal background. You're seeing everything. And it is it is very sad to see these people come in and, you know, they've given their money away. We, we have people come in. We had a lady come in one day and she had a check from, she said it was from PNC for $25,000. And we're like, 
she says, my, my grandmother says this is not a real check. And we're like, nobody's going to give you $25,000 just send you a check in the mail. Well, how do you know it's not real? <laughs> so we call PNC, you know, this is what a check from PNC would look like if it was issued from PNC. We told her where the closest branch was so that she could go because if she deposits them, whatever that check was, then they would take what little money that she did have. Um, I don't think she believed us. I mean, <laughs> she left and we did everything we could, but I don't, she just wanted to believe that that check was real. Right. And we have had victims that include uh, uh, bankers, uh, lawyers, uh, law enforcement officers that should know better. Um, I had a lawyer in my office about a month ago just crying his eyes out uh, because he was old and lonely and it wasn't a, uh, uh, he wasn't seeking extra money. He had the money to lose. He just was lonely and wanted somebody to talk to. And so they put a female on the phone with him and she scammed him out of a lot of money. Um, so everybody's motivation for getting involved is different, but you're right. There are some things where we get actual checks and those checks turn out to be uh, legitimate looking um, and they're on real check stock and they're to real account right. numbers. Uh, and then you have to send them money. And by the time you send them money, your check goes through and they've emptied out your bank account. So um, I just tell folks to be wary of anything that's here's free money. Um, anything that is uh, different than uh, you contacting a business asking for advice. And I even encourage people to go to local businesses instead of dealing with people over the phone or on the internet uh, if you're worried about it. Yes, I thought those are all great points. And so I, I meant to say this at some point too. So most people that are investing, you know, they probably had a, a trusted financial advisor or they've had an attorney or they even for older people, they might have somebody that helps them with their, you know, helps them with their checking account or whatever it might be. So, you know, they need to continue to, to uh, consult with their attorney or consult with their uh, financial person they've been using for 25 years, not just somebody who calls them on the phone and says, hey, I've got this great deal for you, which it sounds like what may have happened to your, your colleague there. Um, but, the, but also in older people, it's the romance scams that, you know, that somebody starts talking to them and they, 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 you know, they're lonely. Or in another grandparent scam is, you know, somebody will call and say, um, this is your grandson. We've got your grandson and we're, he's on spring break in Mexico or in the beach somewhere. And, you know, he's been arrested. He needs some help. Could you send some money? So um, and see, all right, Brandy is sending us a little message here. Oh, wow. So they were, she's saying that they targeted JSU students. So I am going to be making a presentation for JSU students um, after the first of the year. I've been in touch with them this week. Um, and students, uh, students, there's a whole different set of scams for, for younger people. And it sounds like maybe Brandy, that may have been maybe like a, an apartment scam, maybe trying to, uh, I don't know. Uh, but that's what it could, sounds like it may have been. Do you want to elaborate on that any? Uh, oh, she it says it was a rental home, it. yeah. Yeah, and sometimes they'll, uh, someplace, somebody will advertise something that there's a rental house somewhere 
and then somebody will go to that address and they'll take their money or they'll have somebody, they'll show it or something, and they, they don't even own the property. So I don't know if that's what happened to, to in your case, but that, that has happened too. Um, so that's interesting. I just randomly picked two names. And um, I did have a suspicion that Brian McVeigh might know of <laughs> someone, but but I had no idea. Uh, Brandy says he did not own the property. I had right. no idea that this had happened to Brandy. And so I, it, it's a very good possibility that it's happened to the majority of us. I have actually um, answered a phone call on our landline at the chamber um, that said, your social security number has been used fraudulently in South Texas. You know, <laughs> you just hang up because you know it's not even <laughs> it's not even a real thing. Um, I've had um, people call, and it's incredible. Um, as soon as I tell them where they've called, they just hang up the phone. You know, this is the Chamber of Commerce, and they hang up. But you know, uh, we've been pre-approved for a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar loan or, um, uh, you know, just, just all sorts of different things. And we do take quite a few phone calls here um, from people in the community and they're looking for, who do I contact? I think this is a scam. I think this has happened. Um, and so we do uh, give them the information that they need to contact the, right, the appropriate um, office. But there, there are just so many things, you know, and some of them are, I received something from a car dealership that I won a prize. Is this real? Um, and then some of them are, you know, really a serious amount of money and, um, and it's something serious that they've gotten involved in. And so um, we are very proud to know um, our local law enforcement and um, uh, very proud that um, our district attorney, Brian McVeigh, is a member of our chamber and very involved and active and approachable. So if you have questions, um, he is always there and always been very helpful and we appreciate that. Yes, and I, I would I would always encourage people to work, you know, to call the chamber because I think the chamber is a great resource to start disseminating. Okay, you need to call Brian or you need to call whoever you need to call. And that's what the BBB is there for as well. So we may be telling you, you might need the FTC or the uh, Securities and Exchange Commission, or like I said, Alabama Securities Commission, the U.S. Attorney. Um, we've worked very, very closely. We've actually worked with some cases in Birmingham where people from our office have had to testify in federal trials when there's been some a particular big scam um, that was oh. before I joined them. But we have been very, very um, uh, proactive with the U.S. Attorney's Office and the SEC. Um, so, um, Brian, thank you for bringing those up and for Kim for, or Kim and Brandy for, for sharing some stories because, like I say, you get you wouldn't believe how many people in Alabama have won the Publishers Clearinghouse. But if, yeah. they would just, if they would just send in some, uh, uh, you know, buy some Walmart gift cards and meet somebody in a parking lot, they can get, you know, get their Publishers Clearinghouse money. I mean, it's just crazy what people fall for. So I'm going to go to the next slide. Uh, if you want okay. to, I'm, I'm trying to do it over here, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so, okay. so Kim, you brought up a, a, you know, the phone call. You know, don't pick up the phone if you don't know the number. I, you, you just have to remember that every time. 
Um, if it's something really important, people will call back. They will leave a message. Um, you can register your number with the Do Not Call registry. There's the information right there. And um, Kim, Kim does have a copy of this presentation. And like she said, we're taping it. So if you, if you didn't get the, if you don't get the website number or the phone number and you need it, you can contact her or me. And I'm sure she'd be happy to share it with you and I would be too as well. Um, I touched on this a little earlier about never rush to an investment decision. You know, that's just, you just don't give away thousands of dollars overnight to somebody you've never met, never heard of, never seen before. Uh, you don't sign up for um, timeshares or, or, or schemes or things that you just, you know, that you got an email about it. Say, come down and look at this lake house. Or you just have to be careful. And, and, and this is a really tip, you know, we're, we're, we're from the South, we, we know how to be polite, our, our parents have ingrained in it forever. So we don't like to be, tell people no and to go away and to stop calling and, and you know, but so you just have to be ready to say no and have a little script, have a refusal script ready. And then there again, if you do stay on the phone, which I'm encouraging you not to, just ask lots of questions when it comes to be, you know, you're, when it comes to thinking about investing your life savings. So I would just say, be ready, say no to any fraudster and be very, very careful when you start getting emails, calls from somebody you've never, you don't know, you've never heard of. Okay, next one. Okay, here's our red flags again. Um, I'm going to send Kim some materials, some little follow-up materials, and I, I think I have some just copies of these little five flags, uh, a little flyer just that looks just like this. But you know, phantom riches. We talked about that. You know, dangling the prospect of wealth, something you can't have, and you could have it really quickly. You know, I know there's like I said, there's a lot of people out there who really need some money right now, but. They don't need to be putting their own money into something with the hopes that they can get some more return very quickly. Source credibility. There's people out there that steal identities, steal phone numbers, steal everything. So they could just be trying to sell you something and they have no more background in, in finance than you or I do. Um, social consensus. They want you to believe that it's the cool thing to do. This is the best way and so many people are doing it, so it must be all right. How many times did your mother say, just because everybody else is doing it doesn't mean it's, not, it's for you? I know my mother said it all the time. Um, um, scarcity, there's just a few left. Jump in, we know you wanna get up on this opportunity. You look smart, we know you wanna be in on it. Not when you're talking to me like that. And then reciprocity, you know, offering to give you a little something small like a free lunch and the next thing you know, some of your money's out the door. So. Those are the red flags of fraud. Um, when I do this presentation in person, we actually have little red flags and we hold them up. If, uh, we give some examples or I ask people to give examples and then just say, okay, what was the red flag in that particular story? But we don't have time for that today. Um, so if you want to go to the next one. So here's some things and um, Brian, maybe you can get some resources here that you could start using and hope the rest of y'all can too. Um, so bbb.org slash avoid scams. 
always a good resource. There's the FINRA helpline number. And then there's a way to get on a newsletter list for FINRA alerts. And then finally down there at the bottom, there's the bbb.org slash scam tracker. So what that is, we can, we can track scams all over the country. So if we wanted to, we could go back and look, and I probably should have done that, um, to see what has been reported in the Calhoun County area. Because um, you can look by zip code, you can look by uh, scam, you can look by how much they lost. Um, you can just go into the bbb.org slash scam tracker. So if you wanted to, if you had a mother, if your mother or your grandmother was in uh, Gadsden or if your mother were, or was in Mississippi and, and she said, uh, oh my goodness, everybody's been talking about this. And you can go click in there and go to bbb.org. You can report scams that way. And you can check on to see where, where these track, track scams around the country. And um, Kim, that may be just a resource that the chamber may want to start promoting a little bit as well because um, you know you can report any kind of fraud there. Absolutely. Okay. All right, and then the next slide is just um, our contact information. Um, we do have operators on duty Monday through, Monday through Thursday, nine to three. And fortunately we're still on our little Friday summer schedule for now. Um, so it's nine to 12 on Friday. Um, but you can call and you can ask about any company, any any scam that or anything you might uh, want to report that seems a little fishy to you. If it if it seems too good to be true, it probably is. Um, and and um, our, we have three operators on duty, and they can they would they you know they may suggest call your district attorney's office, or they may suggest calling the U.S. attorney's office, or they may ask you to call the U.S. Postal Service. Um, I know this is crazy, but some of the, um, like Poultry's Clearinghouse has their own fraud hotline. They get so many calls. Um, but, but we can direct you to the state agency, the federal agency, and even, even um, AT&T, Mediacom, some of those big um, service providers, they actually have some fraud hotlines as well. Um, so that number right there, about the 800 824 5274. That's the numbers that our operators answer. Um, that's my personal email address up there. Um, there it is right there, or Kim has it as well. Um, uh, that's our website is uh, bbb.org slash CSAL. So that there again, the, that CSAL is Central and South Alabama. We have a Facebook page that's incredible. We're posting things daily on what's going on nationally. If we get an alert from, uh, we had one, um, and Brian, you may have heard of this one recently. Um, we got a, a, a alert from the Hoover Police Department because there were four stores that were listed on the internet that were furniture stores, and their only address was Hoover, Alabama. So people, or paying for furniture that wasn't that didn't exist. There was no uh, address. There was no office. There was no nothing, and people were just losing money. And so we that we partnered with the Hoover Police Department, got the word out. You know, please stop using this. Um, there was another company up in Trustful 
uh, it's called US Fitwear, and they were selling items all through this pandemic, everything from bicycles to blenders to uh, above ground pools, and everything was under $100. The company said their address was something in Trustful. It was a it was a residence of somebody that had no contact with his people. These uh, customers were showing up on their door. The police were called to go to the door, and then and the people are like, "I don't even know who the you know nothing about U.S. Fitwear." So we we've had uh, hundreds of complaints on U.S. Fitwear since May. They they've scaled back now that they know that we're on them, but we're working with the police on that one as well. I see some more chat stuff down there. Um, so that's about all I have. Um, I do have a direct phone number and it's 251-300-3388. Um, um, we have just started an Instagram page in the last uh, few weeks. We do have Twitter as well. Um, you know, we are a resource for all Alabamians from all walks of life. And what I love about this job is I really feel like we're helping people um, in their business and in their in, in decisions they make every day. So um, I, I open it up to any any other questions or comments people might have or anything else they want to share. I really appreciate Kim and everybody at the Calhoun County Chamber for having me on. Um, so I would, I'd appreciate if anybody else wants to jump in or Kim, if you have anything else. Let's see, I'm looking if anyone else um, don't have anything right now, but um, I'm sure that we may have some follow-up if someone thinks of something or the next time we see them, they will say, hey, I was on that webinar the other day and I wanted to tell you a story. <laughs> so um, as those come in, I promise that I will share those with you. Um, we want to thank uh, Ms. Monda Donaldson for being here with us today. She is the Vice President of the Better Business Bureau Educational Foundation of Central and South Alabama. Um, this, is, this is information pr that was presented today that has probably touched everyone here, everyone that we know in some way, either personally or through a family member or an acquaintance, and so it is vital. Uh, for us to know this for um, business and personal reasons. So thank you, Monda, very much for being with us today. We really appreciate your time, and we are looking forward to another webinar with you in the near future. And so we'll send out information to everyone from our membership. But thank you very much. Thank you. Y'all have everyone. a great day up there. Yes, everyone have a great day. Thanks. Thank you.